Welcome to the issues of sports. We are in the fall and Rudy and I are still having issues and the sports world is still having issues. That is Rudy Rude Dog Reyes. I am Evan Emac Makovsky. And what we're talking about today is the Taylor Swift effect. Social media runs the world, Rudy. It runs it. And I read a column today that Kansas City writers, I'm sorry, I read it the other day, that Kansas City writers, just backstory for those not in the know, although it's gotten so much press, you probably are, that Taylor Swift is dating Chiefs future Hall of Fame tight end Travis Kelsey. And Taylor Swift right now is in the middle. She's on a little break. She's going to South America on what's going to be the first billion-dollar concert tour. So she's the biggest star in the world. I mean, no matter how big, I mean, they said Mahomes has, she's bigger than Patrick Mahomes, which is big because he's about as big as it gets right now in the National Football League, which is a, you got the point that I'm making. Basically what sports writers are doing, and they're, I don't know if this is pathetic or smart. Maybe it's both. They are adding in Taylor Swift references into their Chiefs article as a means not to report. She's been at the games, including this past Thursday night's game, Chiefs win at home versus the Broncos. She's been at a few games, but they are adding her in to increase SEO. That's right. Search engine optimization, where people can find their articles and are more likely, it's more likely to attract a bigger crowd. Now, I haven't mastered SEO as a whole. I understand the concept of it, but how do you digest this story? You're not supposed to reach for stories, try and get clicks and views, even though technically your job is. I guess it's smart, Rude Dog. It is. It's seemingly something that most people are trying to accomplish. Even I've run through some hashtags and uh, some may be favorable to Taylor Swift and some maybe not so favorable to Taylor Swift. And I don't know her personally. I probably never will never have a chance to meet her, but my life still remains the same with or without her. Um, not really. A, I'm not going to say not a fan of her music. It's just not my genre. Um, she has crossed genres uh, a couple of times that seems to pacify others that may otherwise not have tuned in anything she had written or recorded before uh, and, and of course now the biggest crossover is in the nfl with travis kelsey i don't know if it's good for press or bad for press but she's still one of the few mega stars out there that are currently either on the road or, or putting together some type of show across the world whereas other people are really biting into this writer's uh, strike for sag aftra and you know, the Hollywood studios and the, and the mediators kind of all in the mix of it. She's still moving on as business as usual, which is probably the smartest thing she could do outside of the strike. And I look at this SEO thing. I just, I don't know. I, I think some people are really reaching to try to dig in to make themselves better to, in some ways. I don't know how it makes you better, but to make your branding much more aware to those that otherwise maybe would have not known who you are or what you're trying to accomplish. And I've already thought of parodies like SNL decided to, uh, to do despite the strike by having a cast of, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Strahan, Terry Bradshaw um, <laughs> on the set. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, think your point, a bit too much I think high. your point here is that people, which is kind of their job, especially in broadcasting, will do anything to grab at ratings, clicks. I mean, I hate to say it, 
But my most popular picture on Instagram, and this makes sense, is when I was in LAX by far, and I walked out of the uh, plane and Matthew McConaughey was there and he was very friendly. And I just talked to him. I told him I was coming from Austin to LA, actually. I don't normally take pictures, but he was there and he's an, he's an A-lister. That's fair to say. This was maybe 20, 2019, this was. The point is when I posted that, I didn't get millions, but instead of getting on my Instagram, 15 to 30 likes, I got five, 50 to 650 likes simply by just the hashtag Matthew McConaughey. And it wasn't just the hashtag. I had a photo with him. So it, it is, I guess, a way to bring people into your world is to try and get, whether it's having them on a podcast, a large guest, or it's a, it's a hook. Or by writing about Taylor Swift, more people are going to see the article. You're going to open yourself up to a bigger audience. And newspaper writers, the, the newspaper industry is mostly dead as far as it's all online. So what are these people now looking at? What are they? They have to sell to advertisers. Clicks. That's right. And, <laughs> and, and so really, they don't care. All, are all clicks created equal? Probably, because they're not looking about where, you know, where these clicks are coming from. They're just... They're looking at the number at the end. How many clicks did this get? So, you know, maybe they know this is my lot in life as an analogy. It's this little circle. But if I mention Taylor Swift, now I can expand my circle, even though, and it could be a one and done because you might not be attracting a football crowd or whatever with that. So it's like, okay, that's great. You have a big guest on a podcast, but what are you doing on the next episode? So guests don't really solve it fully, but I guess we're, we'll do anything we can. That's my takeaway from this Taylor Swift SEO nonsense. I guess maybe I, in some way, that's why I shot this up as a podcast idea as an issue, because maybe I'm trying to expand our circle, rude dog. Because it needs It's help. always about expansion, no matter how you look at it. And, yeah. and that's why he has podcasts. I was doing podcasts. I said this on the RudeDogShow.com yesterday. I've been doing podcasts before anybody thought of what a podcast actually was. And... It's kind of funny, but by contrast to your story about about McConaughey, I was um, at the Grove, and then I found myself in Century City. And at Century City, that's kind of where the creme de la creme goes to eat lunch or breakfast. Um, I ran into Jimmy Johnson, who happened to leave uh, out of his out of the Macy store, and I just happened to be walking across it. The Fox, lot, the Fox Lots right there on Pico. So he, <laughs> yeah. he, works he didn't want to know anybody was there. <laughs> it was when no one was there at the mall. It was that early in the morning. And come lunchtime, I'm sitting down. Here comes uh, John Voight. Everybody knows who John Voight is. Yes. If you don't, you should probably go Google him. He's Angelina Jolie's dad. And here comes John Voight. Now, of course, you everybody knows who John Voight is. And by the time he walked over, I said, "Oh, that's 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 John Voight. That's very interesting." I, where you know, were you? Where were you in the Century City Mall? There, uh, what, I, I was. Where were uh, you? Where these people were walking into? What's what restaurant or store were you at? Um, it was. I think it was Morton's. Oh, so you were. What were you doing at Morton's in the morning? Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm I from Southern California, so I was not, in the area. Not, I was on my not, way to work. It's not open for breakfast. No, no, it isn't. But lunch, 
is 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 their most infamous time. So John, you go, to Mort- you, go to, you do Morton's lunches often. Uh, no, I, I just happened to be in the area. I wanted to stop by the Microsoft store and uh, check out the new Surface tablets. So okay. Okay. That, uh, I, I, I driven by okay. and I, I, I was hungry. So I decided I was looking around to find out what, you know, the restaurants I can actually afford to go into. And <laughs> at the time, it just so happens I was near Morton's and here comes John Voigt walking over. And um, I didn't think really much of it. I didn't get starstruck or anything. And I asked him, you know, who he was. And he said, I'm John Voigt. And I said, okay, well, I'm Rudy Reyes. Nice to meet you. And I said, you look familiar. And he says, yeah, I get that. <laughs> okay, great. Well, you, why'd you say you look familiar after he told you he's John, he's John Voigt? He's because probably- I didn't recognize his name. I recognized his face, but I didn't recognize his name. So when you said John Voigt, I said. You didn't wait. Well, you didn't know who, who John Voigt was? Not, not at that time, no. Not at that time. I'd never seen any of his oh, movies. Oh, he probably liked anything. you better for that because he probably doesn't want to. He, he actually him. sat down with me and we talked about lunch, what's going on in the world, and you know his life and why he's there. And Morton's it was about lunch? a five minute conversation. Is this was this a steak lunch? For him, it was. Yeah. For him, it was. What was <laughs> for him, it was. For me, I just wanted food. Did you <laughs> get like hungry. a chopped salad at least, or what'd you get? Uh, I went. I went across the way, and I got me a little snack because you have a big time restaurant in one direction. Then you go to your right, and then you're on um, you're in some type of fast food place. You just go in and grab a salad, like a like a cob salad. I think that's what I got. Got and it. And then I left, and he went in to go have steak. I watched another thing. I was thinking of, and I can't remember all the comparisons they did, but I, I don't know. I just hate watch the. Depp versus Heard Netflix series, and they were saying, mm. you know, Johnny Depp was getting, you know, 12 billion views of this, yep. and, and she, he was just, his fans were destroying Amber Heard on social media, and they were like, it's getting way more clicks, times 10, than the war in, uh-huh. U- war in Ukraine. I mean, you can probably say that now about Taylor Swift. I'm, I, sure. I don't know this to be fact, but then the um, Israeli Hamas conflict or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that to me, I would bet you that more people will click on Taylor Swift than it's not just negative world events, but just anything. It's just celebrity gossip culture seems to drive the world and the sports you people now want it because it's such a click world. It's such a sharing type thing. I need to get this people to share this content. I need to get people to click on this. I need people, whatever. What Taylor Swift was there. Okay. I'm going to make two mentions of her in my chief's box score article. Yeah. It sounds like you're in the twilight zone with that cord. No, no, you're right. We've kind of diverted from the real stories. And now instead of talking about things that are more, important that have more substance that we're really kind of going over the easy news right because we could talk about the talk about the harsh things that are going on but we don't want to talk about the uh, we don't want to talk about the reality or the repercussions of those we would rather talk about the light airy taylor swift on uh, saturday night live and the travis kelsey insert we want to talk about all the popular things but when it comes to tough news most people don't want to talk about it and the, when I say tough news, I mean the reporters that are over in Israel right now hiding from bombs that are going off over their head. I'm not going to elaborate any further, but there's just so much comparison to let's not do this for click value. Let's do this for topical value. And the topical value, unfortunately, is the easy stuff and not the hard stuff. But can you blame them? Because their jobs, I guess, as writers is evaluated on more than just good quality content. 
No, I don't. There's a business aspect to it. And it's about what uh, this person needs clicks. This person needs views. This person needs right. whatever. And mm-hmm. that's what talks. Is it cheap? My ultimate takeaway before we get Are out of here. Are we comparing it to like a ShamWow and all of a sudden that's like the next best thing? No, compared- I just think my general takeaway is it's kind of cheap. It's kind of it's flash great, but it's the way that they almost they have to do it this way because such a fierce competition. Social media is the spreader to create a fire. You need something to go viral. And she is a term that's going to be recognized worldwide. Her name. Well, I, I just think that when it comes to value. I think there there's a value to what they do, what that looks like and how people interpret it are completely different. You know, it's a different topic altogether. But from the value and, and the sensibility of grabbing something that's hot off the press, we in sports do it all the time. I have gone to many, many pressers where people are just clamoring over the next head coach. I've been to Pac-12 conferences, uh, conference meetings during the summer, and everybody wants to get the next best take from the best quarterback, I interviewed Sam Darnold and he gave me this fight on logo, kind of like a little deal. And I, and I had to send that back to my boss. So I took a, you know, five second video of him saying fight on, I sent it to my boss. And that actually saved me from, um, obligatory hell. Uh, so that way I can go to the next, uh, the next event, you know? So it, there are certain components of what they do that are extremely valid, uh, so that way they can still have a job and maybe move on to the next. It reminds me of Peter Parker in Spider-Man where, you know, if he doesn't get the hot takes or the hot photos or right off the press, J. Jonah Jameson wants his head and he's fired. Then the next thing, you know, he takes a hot photo and all of a sudden he's rehired all back over again. It's very true to form as to what some of these people deal with in, in the social media world, just trying to gain clicks. And it reminds me of a, of a statement in regards to when the, the Colorado Buffaloes they, they lost to Oregon yeah. in their first face-off. And he says, they're out for clicks. We're out for wins. Yeah, that yeah. That always stand out to me. Right, exactly. And, and, and that will always stand out to me. You know what? It's true. But in their world, clicks are wins for them for s- sustainability. That's, that's good, no, no, because they're building their program's visibility. That is absolutely a good point that they're not. It was just that was a motivational thing. And Deion Sanders, a lot of people put the spotlight on him, but he didn't necessarily ask for that. So is he out for I think he's out for wins, but I got the point. But I would say this and I'll leave you with this and then I'll let you respond and we'll call it a day. If I was the editor, okay, and I was doing a story on the Chiefs and I had a photograph that would go to people's phones of a player who scored two touchdowns, let's say it's Isaiah Pacheco, and he rushed for 160 yards. Or I have Taylor Swift hugging Brittany Mahomes in the press box. Which picture am I going with? I'm going with Taylor Swift hugging Brittany Mahomes in the press box. It's just a higher Q rating than anybody catching the ball, including Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs. So I understand it, even though I don't love it, because the story, if you're there to do a game report, is the player who, who performed on the field, but no, I'm, if I'm the editor, use that Taylor Swift photo, hugging Brittany Mahomes. It's way more provocative. And what's going to draw you out? A, a player like this, the ball here about to land in his hands, a shot you've seen before many, many times, or Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes in the press box celebrating. 
hugging each other. What's more replaceable? The Mahomes and Swift hug. No, it's not. Sure it is. No, it not. absolutely is. Because yes, it is. That is a rare moment yes, it is. where the best Hall of Fame player. How many games is she going to play in? How, how many games is she going to be in? She's been, I think she's gone to three already. I rest my but case. So she's going to, she's going to be an odd scene. What? I said that, that that's not going to so be, it's not, right, it's not going to be a regular scene. My point is that that picture of her in the press box is more rare. So I'm going with that picture. Plus it's her instead of the chiefs player ball landing in his hands. And that if it's an over the shoulder catch, whatever it I'm is, I'm a review guy. So All right, <laughs> you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> but I, so my take is that I don't like it. But I understand it, and I probably, if I'm the editor, would do the same thing. Rudy, I want a concise 20-second take. Go. Okay, not a problem. Look, if, if you're on the field and you're a photographer and you're not going to cut away, and I mean cut away literally from photos of Taylor Swift inside of any type of booth to miss a game-winning or Super Bowl uh, meaningful play or touchdown or interception run back for 99 yards, you're missing the bone. You'll probably get fired over. Who it, says but... that he's not taking that picture? I'm talking about the one that we're going with. Oh, the, it's it has value. I'm not going to say it doesn't have value, it but to cut away from it. Who said to cut away? I said to go the most popular picture, even if I'm a hardcore chief. Popularity fan. base. All right. Okay, fine. So if you want to, if, you, if you're crossing cultures, <clears throat> if you're crossing cultures, it's going to be Taylor Swift. I think it's in, gonna America, be Taylor Swift it's gonna be America, in America, it's going to be Taylor Swift, too. It is. But anywhere else, for anyone that doesn't care about Taylor Swift being at a football game, which most coaches don't have in their front of their lobe, the only person that really, truly at the, the end of the day matters the media to story. is going to be Travis Kelsey. That's what that's what matters to, to him the most is that she is there. Everything else is just going to be we're obvious. Talk, we're because... not talking about Kelsey's feelings. We're talking about that people are trying to leech off Taylor Swift and create her as part of the narrative, which she is a little bit, I guess, but not a lot. But There's really so... not a lot of su substantial right. connection between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in a game-winning touchdown type of situation. You don't know that. Maybe she inspires him. She he, is can't he... speak to that. Okay. Well, no, actually, I can because if you're there to win a game, you've never met. It's not going to be codependent. We're not talking Rocky and his wife in a fictitious movie. We're talking about Travis Kelsey and the only thing we're getting on off his mind. topic. We're getting off topic about no. It, it, it's about a star who's more focused on what he should be focused on, which is winning, versus who's in the audience. You tell me that that really is going to trump. I think to how can he, he's human. He has one of the biggest stars in the world. They're cheering for him. All right. We're going to wrap things up. You're out of the game and call it a day. That's good. We're going to call it a day right here for Rudy <laughs> Root Dog Reyes. I am Emac Evan Makovsky. Like it. Subscribe on YouTube. Share. Tell your friends. Tell your children. Tell your extended family. Go tell Taylor Swift. Yes. For Rudy again, I'm Evan Emac Makovsky, and we will see you on the next episode.